Hello and welcome to Success Grid Nation to this new episode of the Success Grid Podcast. Today's guest is Karen Briscoe. She is the creator of the 5-Minute Success Concept. We are going to be talking about how 5 minutes a day can change your life and achieve the success that you want and deserve. Hope you enjoy this one. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life with your host, Hussein Talib. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid podcast. Your host, Hussein Talib here. I have a special guest today, Karen Presco. She is the creator of the 5-Minute Success Concept. She regularly speaks on a national and local level, she, and she is the host of the 5-Minute Success Podcast. She has completed the John Maxwell Team Certification Program for coaching, speaking, and training. Karen, how are you? Welcome to the grid. Oh, thank you for having me, and I'm delighted to be having a conversation with you and your Success Grid community. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, because... This concept of five minutes is kind of intriguing. So tell us a little about your story. Where were you and where are you now? The five-minute success came out of the, I'm in the residential real estate space in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metro region and had gone through the market correction as many people did, you know, in the uh, 2008, 2009. And Something unique about my business in life at the time, though, was my business partner passed away in 08, the same oh, okay. month that the financial that. markets crash. So I, thank you. It was doubly challenging, if you will. Many people found ways to uh, come out of the, the financial crash and go on to meet with success. But I had the added <clears throat> challenge of, of uh, taking over a business and losing my partner. So I am a very... Uh, gritty person and resilient. And so I set about rebuilding the business and my my current business partner, Lizzie Conroy, joined me in 2009. And that was another aspect that was kind of unique to me in my uh, growing the business. And so as time went on and we met with great success and we continued to, many people asked me how I did it. And so I started doing coaching and speaking and training. And in that, I heard frequently from people that they didn't have enough time. Yeah, this is a a common thing. People, I don't have time. I'm always busy. I don't have time. I am always busy. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, well, everybody has the same amount of time, right? And if you really get philosophical about it, um, time is actually a created thing. It was Lazu that said 2,000 years ago that to say you don't have time is like saying you don't want to. So to break people's or to help people overcome their limiting beliefs and their resilience to thinking it was time that was causing them not to be able to have, uh, be able to pursue business development, personal development, I said, well, do you have five minutes a day? Invariably, everybody has five minutes a day. <laughs> and it turns, it turns out that is... Uh, actually, Parkinson's law. I've become somewhat of a time guru with all this uh, journey I've been on. Parkinson's law states that limiting and restricting time actually can help people become more effective and efficient. And that is what led to the idea, the concept of five minute success. So I went on 
to write a book, I real estate success in five minutes a day. I had the same limiting belief, uh, but if you're going to write a book on time, <laughs> you, you have to, you have to rec. I had to recognize it for what it was. And that the person who was stopping me was me mm. again, back to the Lazoo quote. So the, I found that to be empowering. So I'm here to share empowering messages to your community in the sense that you can change yourself. You see, when people say they don't have enough time, they're often looking for something exterior to change, Mm. Uh, their circumstances to change, the market to change, people in their lives to change, something to change, and then they think they're going to have more time. Yeah, but but what I see is uh, people when say that they don't have time or they're busy because to them, it's not a priority to do certain things at a certain time, you know? So if you want to see someone and say they say they're busy, it's basically they're saying I don't want I don't really care I don't want to see you now. Maybe, maybe that's one of the things, or they or they like doing or wasting their time. Let's say on things that actually are not important, but they see them important. For example, an entrepreneur or a business owner maybe is doing something that is not revenue related or brings the sales. So this is the one thing that actually pushes the business forward and make it grow and focusing on other things that are not actually pushing the company forward or driving the company forward. Oh, that is a great segue into the five-minute success concepts because what I um, found in writing the book is that even the book is written as a, a daily reader. And designed that way because, again, five minutes a day, uh, you want to do something, in this case, read uh, something that is going to give you inspiration, motivation, information that's going to then do some, have some impact on your business or life. And so I was working with my uh, book developer publisher and, and he said, well, you know, there's got to be some structure to this because People who achieve a high level of success usually have systems that they follow. And I said, well, yeah, it, it is some four key aspects. The first one is, as you said, the business development prospecting lead generation. Because really, before anything happens, there has to be a lead. Some In entrepreneurs, it could be an idea. Uh, in sales, it's a customer client. You know, even a, a dentist has to have patients, right? Yeah. They, they call it business development or client care. So everybody does some form of reaching out in order to make things uh, happen. And then what happens is you have this idea of an entrepreneur, you have a lead if you're in sales, uh, you have um, customer client to work with then you go through some sort of process. So there's usually something that takes place that then leads into transaction or business on the other end. So, you know, for example, uh, you know, the entrepreneur has an idea, they may, you know, find people to fund the idea, investors, they might find, um, you know, IT people to, you know, create the technology. In sales, it's often what many people call conversion. It's this taking the customer through the process so there's actually, you know, money on the other end, right? So everybody does that. Everybody does this consult to sell this conversion. Then the next thing that I find is key is 
what often happens in with salespeople, entrepreneurs, is they they get a lead or they get an idea or they get a concept and they take it through and there's business that happens, but then they wake up the next morning, they do it all over again. They 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 get on a, oftentimes a hamster wheel. They're only as good as their next deal. Mm. And there's principles uh, for creating what I call connect to build and grow. That's leverage skills, systems. It's to put in place what will create a sustainable ongoing enterprise. And that is, those are the key aspects of what I find is, is business and entrepreneurial success. But what I've also found is that people that achieve at a high level, they have the mindset motivation components of success, thinking, activities, and vision. So they have Mm -hmm. a vision, you know, like if you think of of Branson and you think of, you know, Elon Musk and a vision of Bezos, Bezos and and Musk had, Branson had this vision to go, you know, to space. Mm -hmm. They thought about how to do it. And then they did the actions to make it happen. Some people have vision. Some people think about it and maybe that that's like affirmations but they don't take the action to actually yeah the, the action is the most way. important thing if you got the knowledge you have you have got to apply on it but speaking of, of when you're speaking about that five minutes of time does that mean are there for example certain habits because you're only talking about five minutes so it's a very small chunk of time but sometimes yeah you know is it like if someone if you ask would ask someone to do something sometimes this would say like I I don't want to do it is that because they don't have actually the time or they don't feel like doing it or they don't feel like they have the energy to do certain things a lot of people use you know time as kind of a scapegoat cop out um for what is really maybe something else going on and so i say we well, could explore that through coaching or mentoring as to why because but but the five minutes is important for several reasons. One is is that people who that it, it, they want to break the habit of saying they don't have enough time. Studies have shown that actually doing something is more likely to get you going forward than what often happens is paralysis of analysis or just inertia. So. What often happens with the five minutes is people start small and they build up. That's a proven habit formation. And then they're going to start to experience the benefits of the habit so or the new practice. And several aspect things can happen with this benefits. One can be, it can be like a pebble thrown in a pond. Okay, it's mm-hmm. so like you have this ripple effect. Like you do this five minutes or you make do this one action and then that ripples out to other areas of your life and business. Some of it is more of a snowball, like it builds on itself. Um, Sometimes it is, you know, it could be even exponential. It could be compounding. It could like propel, you know, and one idea can like propel to the next level. So, but the idea is to really to, there's a lot of research on tiny habits, many habits, but the idea is to, to, by doing this, starting small, you're more likely to have an impact. If you build a a reading habit, which is what the five-minute success um, in real estate does, then oftentimes what happens is by reading a small amount each day, and there's been 
you know, eons of research and motivational and, and spiritual literature on this, but reading a small amount a day can actually have a more of an impact than like trying to read, you know, a whole chapter or mm. a larger book because that tsunami of information. I know I'm sure you've had this experience or the people in your community have. They've gone to a training, they've listened to a webinar. It's almost too much information and they become overloaded and then they don't remember anything. And they often don't put anything into practice, right? We yeah. talked about the action. So the idea is to give people the ability to break through whatever is stopping them from doing what they say they want to do and building these habits and giving you some strategies, some tips, techniques on how uh, it's been proven uh, success for other people. Yeah, great that you mentioned. Because sometimes when I do read books, for example, I look at first at the table of content and see if the certain uh, title. So I will skip immediately to that uh, chapter instead of going all, all the way back, all the way from the beginning of the book. Because sometimes I find myself reading for an hour sometimes and going through the maybe 50 pages, for example. And what did I read on page 20? And I, I <laughs> so I'm not the kind, I don't like that. I don't know, maybe guys, when they read different than girls, because girls like to highlight things and stuff like that. I don't like to do that, but I started doing that so I would remember what the important things are here and there. But yeah, it's sometimes, like you mentioned, uh, having a little uh, consistent piece, chunk of time, or uh, something to do like each day to bring these kind of small habits every day for uh, for to be consistent or, for life actually right better than is like doing to read for example uh, an hour a month for example it's better to read five minutes a day like one two pages rather than to read 50 in a month research has, has proven this and the reason why is that you're more likely to absorb it um, and then you're more likely to be able to implement it when you need it because if you're either going to training or you're reading for information purposes, but it's not implemented, then it's either entertainment or it's becomes wasted time, right? So uh, they, and again, we're talking about personal and business development. Certainly there's many reasons to to read and go to trainings for other reasons. Uh, but what we're talking about is what can have the most impact on people's businesses and lives for success long-term. And these, these are proven strategies. And, you know, the other thing about time, you talked about the whole idea of priorities. So, you know, what is a priority to one person may not be a priority to another person. And Einstein, Einstein's the one that said it best um, because he talked about the relativity of time. And he said that <laughs> that if and, and this is why truly time is a created thing. When you think about how relative time is, when you are doing something that you don't want to do, or you find boring or energy sapping, like for example, being in a you know a Zoom call that's you know boring, or sitting in traffic, or doing something that is um, you know not going to uh, help you achieve a higher level of success you will you use language we use language like you know time stand still yeah it doesn't um, the best or, yeah. right or waste of time it's just like it's very laborious when we're doing things that we're passionate about that we that love by, yeah. yes you see you know exactly what i'm saying so when you think about that when you're 
doing things in your business and life that bring you energy because it's really energy. It's not time. It's energy is the currency of high performance. So when you're doing things that bring you energy, then they really are the, they're going to actually probably create for you more time because you will then be achieving at your highest potential. Um, in, in real estate, we call, we want, the objective is for land and property to be used at its highest and best use. And that's what I think about when I think about people and their time. And if you think about like, um, you know, the idea of being in flow or being in your zone of genius, uh, those those kind of ideas actually will help you achieve a higher level of success than just doing, you know, the routine, boring, rote work that um, that just saps your energy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that happens a lot. You can you can actually feel it when when you when you are sitting down and like sometimes it happened. I think maybe. Uh, kids in school feel it. <laughs> Is it time now for a recess? When, the, but when ha- when they are having fun, when they are playing, for example, sports or whatever, the the class goes by very fast. But when they're taking, for example, a physics class, I don't know. And it also happens with us as as an adult. If we are sitting in a place that we do, we're kind of forced to being there. We're waiting for the clock. Oh, come on, let's go. And we want to go. But we're having fun and conversation is funny. It's like one hour, two hours, three hours flies by and, oh, it's too late, for example, you know? So, yeah, these kind of things that you talked about are, like you mentioned, Elon Musk and these guys. Uh, do they have this kind of uh, time arrangement or this powerful energy to keep achieving more things? And do you think like, not only themselves, but the people who they are hiring, basically. Uh, do they have these kind of things to take these companies to a higher level of success for them? Actually, I think that's a great example because sometimes people think that it's a, a limited resource. And I think that um, what I found is that the ideas in the world or in the universe um, they're going to go to the people that are open to them and capable of of seeing, you know, them enacted in the future. And oftentimes that happens with several people at once. And this is the example I want to give. I don't know if you've heard of the of the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, she her most famous book is Eat, Pray, Love, but she oh, talks yeah. about a big about in big magic that there's ideas in the universe, okay? That when the time is calm, they, the ideas will go to people that the, the universe believes are capable and willing to figure out how to make them happen. And at another point in time in history was when electricity was being invented. Of course, it wasn't being invented. It was, it was, it always existed. It was just that we had to figure out how to, how to use it, uh, yeah. how to use it. Right. But there were three men, Westinghouse, Tesla, and Edison. They were all working in electricity and had different ideas about how to produce, well, to channel electricity and use electricity. But it was the electricity wars all happened about the same time. 
So it really is fascinating to think, you know, 100 years later, we're now seeing that in these three men. Um, I think that it the people that are living in a self-actualized state, uh, which is what Abraham Maslow talks about, when they're when you're living in uh, this uh, entombment with uh, and open <laughs> to idea, creation, creativity, um, that that is where really we achieve and what yeah. we're, we're yeah, created to yeah, achieve. Exactly. But sometimes I think people in general want, speaking of this Maslow model, people in general always want like to have the basic needs, which is like food, shelter. This is this is the this is what the, the important thing is to them. Like now, looking at a higher purpose or achieving more or getting more money or I don't know whatever it is that, if you tell them that you can build a business or make your business bigger or do this or do that, uh, they they stick. No, I am fine with uh, with what I have and that's it. I'm glad you brought up Maslow. I actually wrote a book, Flip Time, Love Life, based on the Abraham Maslow Pyramid. And this idea of this very human you know, condition, if you will, uh, to work their way up the pyramid. Um, the basic needs, as you mentioned, the physical needs. And this really became very evident early on during the, the pandemic, the global pandemic, when yeah. people's focus was on toilet paper. I mean, you don't get any more basic than that, right? And then the next need of safety needs, and really, truly, we're still very much experiencing that people have a huge instinctual need for safety. And then the next, you know, being the esteem needs and relationship needs, and then self-actualization. This is what happens, though, when you work your way up the pyramid. You, you're you not um, in those states, in the flow state, in the zone of genius state, you're in a more of a... Um, survival maybe a lower state of being right so that's why my idea the book i wrote was to flip the pyramid to flip time start with self-actualization what can happen with self-actualization is that you're living your best life whatever that definition is i you people have their own vision of what it means to be living in their flow state in their zone of genius you're more likely to be in better relationship with other people and yourself if you're in alignment with yourself. So those needs are going to be met. Your esteem needs are going to be met because you are going to be doing what you were designed to be doing. You will be living uh, where you were uh, meant to be. And what I found is, is that is the ultimate security. Mm. Because really, truly, if you think about it, there is really no exterior security. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Out, outer, uh, the outer world of yourself is something that you cannot control. Right. But if you have it in yourself and your, in your own heart and soul and mind, then you are ultimately secure. There is not enough toilet paper in the world that's going to make you feel secure if you don't feel secure inside. Right. And then same with the physical needs, because what I find is that. And I'm sure there are situations where people have sickness or, you know, things that are, I'm talking about a normal, healthy person, but that your physical needs, if you are achieving living at your highest self, your physical needs are going to be met because you are going to be um, performing at what you're capable of performing. And I found in my business 
when I began focusing on self-actualization first, and again, I started small and built up, so I'm not mm. supposed to everybody start it, you know, uh, but five minutes a day, just start small and build up. And what I found is, is that my relationships improved phenomenally. People are like, Karen, you know, you're, you're, you're yourself, you know, you're not like trying to be something other people or whatever, but what I thought people wanted me to be. And my business actually doubled. I believe it doubled because I could release a lot of the limiting beliefs I had. I could release a lot of my fears and concerns about what people would think or what would happen. Uh, even during very challenging times, I'm not saying this was, you know, I've had a husband in the hospital with cardiac. I've had, you know, mm. obviously a pan global pandemic. Oh. I've lived with that too. So it's not that there wasn't anything that happened externally, but because internally I felt like I could figure it out. I could, uh, I'm creative, I'm resourceful, I'm whole, uh, whatever happened, I could go forward and learn, grow and become better than before from everything that happened. And I feel like that is a state of being that when people, you know, live in that, that there, there really are, you know, the highest level of, of living. Yeah, exactly. Tell us a little bit about more about your book. Uh, are there certain steps that you, for example, recommend for people to build, for example, certain habits uh, with these five minutes that they do? So the idea of uh, the heroine's journey or hero's journey, uh, the hero's journey was Joseph Campbell has written extensively on it. And it's in a lot of literature and movies. For example, Star Wars is a hero's journey. Uh, Luke Skywalker and Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz is a heroine's journey. And on this journey, the hero or heroine goes out on their calling. Uh, he calls it a called adventure. I say, well, sometimes it's a call to creativity. Sometimes it's a call to contribution. The, they go out of this journey. It's kind of like a quest, if you will. And on this journey, you meet mentors. Uh, for example, Dorothy met, you know, Glenda the Good Witch, but you also often meet challenges, right? She also met the Wicked Witch of the West and the Winged Monkeys. She had friends along the way. Uh, she had the the, the uh, Tin Man, the, the Scarecrow, and the Lion. Um, but she went through this challenge, right? And what she discovered along the way, the gift for her, what she discovered was she had it inside her all along, hmm. right? Well, and Luke Skywalker realized that too, right? That's what this journey takes you on. You realize you're capable uh, you're resourceful that you can you can uh, go on this journey, and then you return to your community, uh, usually bearing gifts. You have something to contribute back. the The amazing thing about a, a hero or heroine's journey is it isn't a one and done. It isn't like okay, I conquered that, and I'm it's, gonna. It's, it's a know. it's a continuous journey. It's it a is, process. It is. Success is not like something that you do it once and you're done. <laughs> Right. I mean, think about the people we talked about earlier. I mean, Branson and and Musk and Bezos, they're off on their next journey, right? They yeah. they feel a calling. They're, a lot of it they're doing is making contributions to society, right? To science, to future, you know, furthering what we as humankind are capable of doing. Uh, and the people that have those, but everybody has some calling. Uh, and so, the idea of the book was written as a story so you would hear yourself in that story mm, and that cool. would inspire you. 
great uh, people love stories and when, because they can put themselves in that place exactly right Yeah. Yeah, yeah. often are easier to recall, more likely to remember a parable uh, as an example of, okay, this situation happened to me. Oh, you know, the heroine in the story, this happened to her in the movie. And then you can relate to it and apply it in your life. Yeah, exactly. So what would you say, Karen, the one takeaway from this episode? Ah, the one takeaway is if I can do it, you can too. <laughs> really, truly, uh, I want to reach your community with that message um, because it's the Success Grid community, and I'm the, you know, five minute success. And so, <laughs> I really am honored to be here with your with your community today. Awesome, awesome. Where can people get in touch with you, Karen? So everything is the number five minute success. So that's the website, social media. And you can find the books on Amazon, also on the website. And the uh, the four books are Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Commit to Get Lead, 66-Day Challenge, Consult to Sell, 66-Day Challenge, and then the Heroine's Journey book, uh, Flip Time, Love Life. Awesome. Well, thank you, Karen, for being with me on this episode of the Success Secret Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.